So right now, as we speak, Kanye West is having a meltdown on Twitter, which is par for the course when his albums are coming out. He'll kind of have one of these meltdowns. Like when, uh, was the last album called? Jesus uh, is King. Jesus is King. When I was coming out, he had a variety of tweets. He did when Life of Pablo came out, and then as well as Ye. He changed the album. Didn't he change like the title of Life of Pablo multiple times, and then like the release so. date and things like that? Definitely, that definitely happened. Um, and tonight, well, I don't know if you heard, he had a rally yesterday, his first presidential rally. After it was already said last week that he was dropping out of the presidential race, mm-hmm. holds a rally in South Carolina, says some wild shit about abortion and the dear abortion of his firstborn and how God told him not to abort his daughter and Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves. All right. But, yeah, and obviously just says asinine things. And then now on Twitter claiming the movie Get Out was about him and that's what kind of life he's living. If you've seen Get Out, you would get that reference. Um, And how Kim and Chris, Kim's mother, are trying to get him locked up, which, you know, rightfully so if he's acting this. Yeah, of course. Wild. Um, Yeah, because he's open about his struggle with bipolar Mm -hmm. and that he does not take medication at all, which is... You know, something, not a good combination. Something that you need to take medication for, for sure. If exactly. you want to keep it under control. I, it's, you and, can, I feel like some people feel like they have a creative edge with it because you do think more cre- You do think thoughts that you would normally think like more creatively, but it also is nothing to play around with, obviously, because it is a mental illness. Mm-hmm. So it's something you definitely need to take care of, for sure, with medication. And then not to mention, on top of that, as I mentioned, the albums, the, this is usually part of his rollout, yeah. album coming Friday, apparently. He released a track list, a song Nicki Minaj has left off of that's got people up in arms, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, I'm going to keep refreshing his Twitter feed as we speak during this podcast. To hope something pops up during this. Which I mean, it will. Love. I mean, he's just saying a bunch of wild shit. He yeah. just said uh, NBC locked up Bill Cosby. He's saying whatever. So this is it's gonna be wild. It's sad, is what it really is. It's like it's you can't help but not watch. You know, you want to watch, even though you feel kind of gross, kind of looking over that kind of thing. Like and it's, uh, it regardless of what it is, it's still entertaining. Yeah. Like and, and but it's sad overall and, and it because is of sad. how talented he is and what he used to be and what he is now. And you can probably all tie it back to the death of his mother. And it's it's all a sad story, but. You can't take your eyes off it because it's you just never know what the hell is gonna come next. It, that seems like the year twenty twenty in general. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's live reality TV. It really is. So it's you just don't even you don't know what's coming next with Kanye West ever. It's insane. And then he was saying yesterday he wanted Jay Z as his vice president, and him and Jay Z have not talked for a while by all accounts. I mean, you know. For Jay-Z to distance himself from me, that shows you exactly the type of state Kanye has been in for the last few years. Um, yeah, it's just all very sad. I wonder if, like... And it sucks, his last song sounds pretty good and was kind of encouraging him. Yeah. So it might be a really good album, but shit, I hope he gets his shit together because who knows where Kanye will be 
a year or two years from now if he keeps going at this rate, you know? Hopefully, I will say, hopefully he sees the light before the darkness. Yeah, like, hopefully. That's, like, like hopefully, that's a way to put it. I was going to say, hopefully he's able to actually mentally, like, somehow either medication, therapy, some, whatever he needs to do to get yeah, hopefully he take care of his level. Takes care of himself. He can. He's able to take care of himself and actually realize kind of what he's done. He's probably he probably blacks out sometimes because honestly, when you get into that state, you can just black out and then the next day not even remember what you did. It's kind of almost like being drunk, but you're not actually drunk. Hmm. Okay. It's interesting. It's 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 a weird feeling, but you can like legitimately just like black out and not remember what you're doing. So I'm wondering if he suffered because he probably definitely has a high like a one of the more higher cases or high levels of bipolar. So I'm wondering if that's something he suffers from and doesn't even sometimes know what he's saying. He just kind of obviously impulsively just says whatever comes to his mind and his crazy brain sometimes can work things in such a way that paints that <laughs> paints Harriet Tubman not being it's yeah it's just weird I have bipolar myself so I know from experience I have a lower case I'm not one of the higher cases of it so uh-huh. but speaking from experience you can go into stages where you just black out okay so I definitely and him and if I did it and definitely understand where he's come well, not fully understand but you have an idea. See, idea of where he could come from, and if he blacks out, and then already him being a genius and thinking of things already in different creative ways, that can just black out, and then his impulse, his impulsivity can just come to the forefront. And that's what it seems to be, is a lot of impulsivity. Yes. And that kind of stuff, I mean, and that's what sometimes can drive him creatively because he just has this impulse and then with his genius brain he hears something and he's like okay i can put this here and then that's why as we all know kanye is very experimental with music he was willing Mm -hmm. to try anything so that's definitely him being like i like that sound i'm gonna try to put my own kanye twist on it and then sometimes you get are you saying like it's a gift and a curse it is a gift and a curse like you sometimes can get a my beautiful dark twisted fantasy from from like a just because you have so much going in your brain and it just you think differently than your average because you just there's a chemical imbalance so sometimes you just your brain moves and just goes huh well you know what maybe for another episode i'll come in and have my own questions because i probably could do a whole episode just i mean you know what i mean we could probably i could do a whole episode just talking and asking questions and because you know it's something really it's it's foreign to people who don't really know anything about it so it's like kind of cool to sometimes be able to break down with someone who's dealt with certain things yeah i feel like bipolar is common enough like depression where depression's talked about more understood now but bipolar probably isn't to the awareness it should be maybe yeah or at least i'm not aware and i i've worked in mental health for the last seven years i want to say combined and i don't know a great deal about Mm -hmm. it even having you know a brother who's yeah dealing with bipolar so it's it's kind of when it's kind of uh portrayed it's more so like one minute you can be happy and the next minute you can be sad and you kind of don't really know why but like there's way more to like a manic phase where you kind of just have so much energy and you can do kind of whatever you're just so happy you don't you can black out because you're doing you almost have too much energy for yourself Uh but then you also deal with the depressive sides that like depression is 
Right. And depending on how strong your case is and how strong your emotion is, it can just fluctuate. Okay. That's a that paints a clearer picture for me personally. Yeah. So that's cool. Thank you for sharing your experience with that because I didn't expect us to go there with nah, that. Nah, I have no problem. No problem at all. Dope. But uh, yeah, so where I was going to go originally between A, like I was saying how sad it actually is that Kanye is going through this, but yeah, before that even popped off, which started popping off, I would say 20, 15, 20 minutes before we started recording, yeah. I wanted to talk about how Drake was on a song today with some UK rapper. And uh, he's doing his his drill routine now, which is now like the new wave he's hopped on. And uh, I, don't know, I think his um, shit is kind of corny and annoying, but whatever. And uh, he happened to send more shots at Pusha T and Kanye West. And I'm just thinking to myself, does he not get it? Like, A, Kanye's an easy target when he's like this. Yeah. And by the way, in Kanye's rant, he just mentioned Drake by name, like a, in a... I think it was Drake in an emoji. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was Drake in the thinking, thinking face emoji. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Drake literally today dropped a song, sending shots at him and Push. I don't know why any any MC who's built for beef would be, you know, you gotta be well versed in beef, and you gotta be you gotta be ready if you're gonna go against Pusha T. Yeah. It did not go well for Drake the first time. Granted, Duppy Freestyle was a was a good initial shot you know i think it was lyrically more witty but when you're coming to when it comes to a battle as much as battle rap that i watch it's not always if you have an angle on somebody an angle can trump any wordplay and like obviously drake took some shots but like when you have a drake's hiding a child yeah let that boy come home like if you're gonna have an angle like that it does whatever wordplay you have does not matter in the slightest, because people are gonna be like, he has a child. What? Yeah, Pusha disrespect him. Did the whole blackface rollout too mm-hmm. of Drake? Um, Listen, he Drake executed. lost all around. Yeah, even with Dupree Freestyle, like people would say Jay Z lost against Nas. I personally don't feel that way, but that's the that's definitely a public perception yeah. because Ether was just it was less factual than Takeover, but it it left more of a mark. Yeah. When you first heard it, you know, some of the shit Nas was saying on there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, TakeOver, there's more factual lines rather than just straight up disses, which is what Nas was going for. Mm-hmm. So, and so TakeOver is a little more, I don't know, it's a little more truer to its word. And so people who don't so really know classic. Nas like that would not know him instantly, you know? Uh-huh. So, like, you're not going to, so people like you who know Nas and know Jay-Z very well, those disses are going to... The Jay-Z shots are going to hit more because they're direct shots to Nas. But when the, you understand all the just disses that you can throw at somebody mm-hmm. else. So I'm the speaking com- more of like the uh, the older crowd at that time. Like even, not even for me, like kind of how they, it, it was their reaction to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their reaction was more so probably higher to Nas from what I picked up from what I've heard about, it, you know? Yeah. Like because his was so much louder and more disrespectful than Jay-Z's. Jay-Z's was more... Kind of how Pusha T's was actually, mm-hmm. but Pusha's was the most disrespectful too, factual and disrespectful. So Drake lost all around there. Yeah. Uh, so it Pusha's definitely gonna come back, and this all started because Pusha T had a song on Pop Smoke's album that released two weeks ago that got left off. It actually got put back on the deluxe without Pusha T's verse, which oh, was yep. shots at Drake. So 
I'm assuming that's what Drake was responding to. Mm-hmm. And I'll put, I would assume Push is going to respond back. I hope so. And then this will keep escalating. And then I don't see why Drake would, really. I don't see what he wins out of it, but... He does unless Drake, unless Drake feels like he can one up what Pusha T did, which I, I don't know how. But if he feels that way, then I'm here for it. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say he also put. I was gonna say DJ Khaled and Drake had two new songs. Yeah. The weekend. So I, I actually didn't know about the one song today. Yeah, it's Grease and Popstar, right? Yeah. I was gonna say Grease and Popstar. I liked. I liked Popstar and Grease was solid. I, those are songs that I'm hearing now, but I feel like they will grow on me if I do come to like them a lot. They're songs that I like. Not at the first I hear it, I'm gonna be like, "Oh wow, this is a great song." But I think, especially Popstar, is gonna be a song that kind of grows on you. It yeah. also depending on setting too. I'm not one who gets too high or low on Drake because. I don't know, like I said earlier, he kind of just rides whatever wave. So when I hear a song like Popstar, which sounds like basically your average club hit, you know yeah. what I mean? It's going to sound good, but like, what is it? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. I want to know what Drake sounds like now in 2020. I knew what Drake sounded like in 2010 or 2012 or 2014. You know, Drake had his own sound. Now mm-hmm. it's like, am I going to get Drill Drake? Am I going to get Rihanna Drake? Am I going to get Trap Drake? What am I going to get? And then the song Grease sounds more like a weekend song than a drake song so it's like i don't know you know it sounds it all sounds good and, but and that's all that matters is it, yeah obviously i mean to him for what right he's now, going for, for what yeah, he's for going listens. right now it's all that matters is it's like oh this kind of sounds like this person but i like it and drake can do it so it's, it's Cause, i mean pop star is the closest thing i've seen to him owning up to that kind of pop star name rather than yeah oh i'm a rapper because i mean in this new diss song he's talking about mob ties and and he's speaking in a jamaican accent jafakin drake i've never been one for which it's just it's just all like cringe really it really is he just you know drake can pull off the, all the other sounds that aren't his sounds and does them well this one ain't it and it's just i've never uh, been in his ting bag i've never <laughs> been i've never been a drake ting fan I, no i can't do it I understand it's whatever Canadian kind of they have a lot of Caribbean Caribbean influence, yeah. but like no, it just get, it also it got me because it randomly came out of nowhere in like 2016. Like he never did that kind of style before, and then all of a sudden it just came out, and I was like, "What is this?" And it sounds fine when Drapey you're. And Drake. I guess it's fine when you kind of have songs like. Not exactly when he's talking like that, but like one dance and controller when you have kind of more of that Caribbean vibe ish to it. But like, it, I just can't do Drake when he does that. Even that, that's when I felt like it, he was like biting Riri sound. Then I yeah, feel like, yeah, uh, definitely, but. definitely. Because I mean, work obviously was big, and then he they had too good, um, not too good, uh, uh, take care on his on actually on take care, and then kind mm. of from there, what's my name? He's been with Rihanna on multiple tracks, so. Definitely kind what of stealing that kind of sound. What else have you been listening to? Um, so Chalambo, which is Janae's album, the there deluxe was, version, the came deluxe out. version came out. I listened to some of it; it was cool. It was good. I like Summer Twenty Twenty was good. BS, which was sound to it. BS, which was already my favorite, which was my favorite song with her. They put Kaylani on it, and I mm-hmm. think Kaylani killed it. 
Mm-hmm. So that song became, I liked that song even more than I already did. Mm-hmm. And the, she kind of did a lot of remixes of the songs that were on the album and added like Chris Brown was on, uh, Chris Brown was on one of the songs and mm-hmm. I, I liked songs it. songs with Snoop on there, I seen that. Yeah, the Chris Brown and Snoop, yeah. Trying to smoke remix, yes, I think. Yes, I was trying to smoke. There was that. Uh, Lecrae actually came out with another song. He has a album called Restortion. I believe it's coming out August 9th. Mm-hmm. So that and that was a good song. He's kind of for anyone who ever listens to Lecrae, he kind of got into a trap sound, and now he's getting back to kind of his roots of okay. where he was kind of his because he's a Christian rapper, but he's more of like to me, he's not really a he talks about God, but it's more so he can just rap, but he talks about like he does talk about God and everything, and. I also, Joey Badass came out with The Light Pack, which is three songs. Did see that, yeah. The Light has a video. I hadn't seen the video yet, but No Explanation with Pusha T actually is a very good song. And Shine, I like the whole thing. I'll have to check it, especially with Pusha T. I did hear about that. I heard they went off, Yeah. so I'll give that a listen. Definitely. I'm excited. I hope Joey Badass comes with an album soon, because... We're talking about Kendrick on a prior podcast who came out August or Shit. April 14th, 2017. Joey Badass actually came out that Friday before on April 7th in 2017. Huh. And that's been his last project since then. He had like a collab project with Pro Era, I believe. But like that's really been his last project. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this Friday with the music. Kanye, like I said, Kanye. Hopefully some Travis Scott. I guess on his radio show today, he debuted quite a bit of new music with him and Don mm-hmm. Tolliver and Young Thug and yeah. Gunna and people from that ilk yeah. and uh, Gunna's deluxe album that's going to be dropping soon the deluxe there's always been deluxe packages but I feel like they're featured more this year than ever because it yeah. seems like people are dropping into the next three weeks the deluxe is coming right after it yeah. where usually it was several months after kind of like Janae's mm-hmm. but it's kinda, it kind of shows what kind of era you're in because it shows more like Albums don't live as long, so you want to get... I feel like they do, though, because I feel like it's more of a playlist era, so they're all coming up. But even still, I feel like they're putting anywhere from 15 to 20 tracks and then adding 5 to 10 more, and then you're getting 25 to 30 yeah. on some. Like, Janae's, crazy. Janae's project, I believe, was 20, and then she added 9 on the deluxe, so it's 29 songs on the whole thing. So it's like, wait, that's Be- all... Because it works in a way on, like, these playlists, because I know ton of these albums that i'll listen to all the way through and i'm like whatever you know it doesn't fit because there's so many different types of music yeah. it sounds like on there then you hear it in playlist form where it might come up on one of my more trap playlists or it might come up on one of my more like like a slower playlist you know what i mean yeah. and then like maybe more of a new york sound and then you'll get songs off the same album that come up each and everywhere you yeah. know what i mean so they all sound much better together Granted, I've heard, as I've mentioned before on here, for albums with 20 tracks that really do play off one another well, because mm-hmm. all the tracks sound a lot alike, which yeah. I, if you're going to do a long album, do it that way, I, I guess. Agree. Even still, it's not, it's still hard for me to remember which is which, because there's 20 fucking yeah. tracks, but, you know, it definitely sticks out more, but. Oh, yeah, I agree. The playlist era definitely does help the long albums, I'll say that. Did, I think it may have been happened before, did Drake kind of start that? 
with more life he might have. in 20 years. It's hard more, to say who. I, it might have even been Life of Pablo before that because that was true. a decently long album. Because I'm thinking right now, because Drake did come out specifically and say More Life was a quote unquote playlist when really I just treated it as another album. Yeah. Or even a mixtape. But like either way, it's a project to me. But he said it was a playlist and there was like, you could pick and choose yeah. 10 different sounds on it. And I don't know if it really started the playlist kind of era, but like it's one of the first playlist that you uh, albums that i heard that you can really be like that's kind of a playlist because even like when you had migos culture like the original culture that had like its own sound like the whole you know yeah I mean? that was a shorter album culture two what culture two was, was like the long one that yeah had, and i would that, say i don't know if drake started it but around that time definitely it seemed like every major and even still like lil wayne's last two or three yeah two for sure have been 20 tracks and they're decent but it's just too much. It yeah, has no, to I be agree. the right way. Um, I'd rather but it's have, all for streaming for sure. I'd rather have eight or nine great tracks than like 20 decent ones. Yeah, and I'm then, all about shorter albums. I'm, like anywhere from 14, 15 is like the max for me. You know, I prefer anywhere from 8 to 12, honestly. Same. And if you're going to have 17, to me, like my pillar is like a Tabimpa Butterfly. Like if you're going to have an hour long plus album, you better give me something that I want to return to and... Yeah, or that album was fan- that album was or even like seventeen tracks with like three that are a minute long or two minutes. Yeah, like long. interludes you know, I can do that. and things like yeah, for sure. But I have an update. Your blind date, you still gave us the blessing. So your blind blind dates and it's in progression right now. Okay, the process is moving. Um, yeah, I think within a week or two we will have a candidate for you. Okay. Um react what's your reaction to that um my reaction is well i, I i'm excited to see who it is <laughs> i'm excited to see what it is I, okay, okay okay well i mean i'm just interested to see what you guys would deem my type so that's why i'm excited to see who it is i have no i i have zero idea of where you're going in the slightest at all so i'm excited to see who when I show up to wherever, whatever location, who you put in front of me. I can't give too many details. All I can say is give me 14 more days, roughly, and we'll have something. We'll have something cooked up. Um, I made that sound like I'm dropping an album or something, but, All right. but. I think you'll be happy. Um, actually, I'm not going to put too much hype around it, but I'm going to say we will have a candidate. Stuff's getting narrowed down. That's all I'm going to say. The process, we had to expedite it because you told us we had to. And that's what we did. We got we got stuff moving. My team, I've got a great team around me for this. Um, shouts to the team. Um, you know who you are. And, you know, yeah. And what's the get, name of your album? We don't have an album, but... Well, no, I'm just saying, because everything you just said was an album release. He had a great team around me. We were able to we put do. the project together and, like... That was album ready. I'm saying is be ready. That's all I'm saying. I, I am ready. Um, I'm not also. I'm also not planning the date like that. Yeah, no, we're we're just excited about it. We're, that's all. No, well, no, I'm just saying like whenever you find this certain somebody, the date needs to be in plan. I just want a time, and place, and I'll show up to that time and place, and whatever happens from there, whoever it is. Yeah, whatever. Hello. You know. You guys can go on a little picnic or whatever. We can picnic. 
We can frolic through the grass with dandelions. We can it used to be like they had that show Blind Day back in the day where they'd follow and see what happens. That would be funny. We obviously don't have the camera crew to do that, but feel free. I mean, if yeah, I, I just don't want to. I just obviously I just don't want to know. But I mean, you have phones. It's twenty twenty. I mean, I don't know. We we can't get that creative, but you have enough time. I mean, we probably could if we really wanted to, but I don't think we're gonna go that far with it. All right. Well, I'm excited. But yeah, the process. I'm excited to see. Oh. I'm excited to see what you guys think is my type of person, because mm-hmm. I, because either you chose it's one of two things. You either chose somebody who would just be a hilarious blind date, like I go and this. We didn't person do this there. as a joke. No, I'm just saying you either did it. That's only two routes you can go. You did it as a joke, or you did it because you thought I would actually connect or be, have interest in this other person. And if that one's the case, which you just basically, you just confirmed it was, I am interested to see what you guys feel is my type. Joe's here. Joe's part of the prod. I'll give you this. Joe's part of the team. I figured. Joe, how confident are you in our pick right now? As so far, how confident on a scale of one to ten? Ooh, on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. Right now, I would have to say a five and a half, but rising. All right. Cool. That's. Rising Star Challenge. <laughs> okay, follow us on Instagram at the Warner Brothers Podcast. Follow us on or like us on Facebook at the Warner Brothers Podcast. Keep up the feedback. We got a lot of random topics coming up. I can't wait to get into, um, ranging from Keenan's bipolar, yes, this, um, Keenan's blind date to I got questions. I got I got questions for people. That's all. I got a lot of questions for a lot of random people. Some guests are going to be coming on soon. That's a fact. The NBA is coming up. Um, Yeah, can't wait. Summer's in full effect. A whole lot of... Baseball starts Thursday. Oh, baseball starts Thursday. Uh Uh-oh. Yankees National, 7 o'clock. I will not be watching baseball no matter how sports-deprived I am. Oh, oh. If if you told me I wasn't getting the NBA or the NFL, I'm going to be watching baseball like I did in 2008. I don't think I'll be watching baseball, but all right, everybody, we'll be back later in the week. This is the Warner Brothers podcast. Have a good one.